Hi, and welcome to the For You Podcast, a podcast by millennials for Gen Z. I am your host, Stephen. And I'm your other host, Mallory. And we're here talking about everything we know nothing about. Consider us your personal algorithm each week for something random, something fun, and something hopefully a little bit insightful. We'll have categories like Candy Crush, a category where I go through my favorite candies and you suggest candies that I definitely need to try. Join us for our Ask Alexa segment where we review all the things we asked Alexa this week that we probably should have known and definitely didn't. Or tune in for the times when we highlight students during our student spotlight and things that are going on in your life, ways that we can celebrate your victories. Additionally, we'll have a segment called Block and Follow where we'll give you our recommendations of things that we are liking and following and things that we're disliking and blocking from our accounts. And one of my favorites, we're going to do a segment called Swaps, where we swap out something in maybe our favorite television show, a story, pop something in pop culture, and swap it with something else we think should definitely take its place. And as always, we'll have a segment from our producers, a.k.a. the interns, giving us all the feedback and all the things we missed as millennials that had no clue what they were talking about in Gen Z culture. And as you listen to the For You podcast, this is an open invitation. We want to hear from you. So drop us a line, hit us up in the Instagram comments. We'll have a form set up for you so you can share what you think anonymously. We want to hear your questions. We want to hear your comments. We want to hear you roast Mallory. Just kidding, you're going to roast me. And we want to hear everything that you have going on. So hit us up. Let us know what's going on. Hopefully this podcast becomes more about you than it is about us. This is the For You Podcast. Hi, I'm Howard. And I'm here to talk to you about an exciting new app I've developed called the Report Card Filter. Have you ever been so terrified of what your parents are going to say when it's report card time? Well, fear no more. I don't know if I'm terrified about that, but I sure am terrified by your voice. Let me tell you a little bit about this awesome product. The report card filter takes your terrible report card and filters it in one easy step to make it look amazing. You can go from straight D's to clear perfect A's. Or if you don't want to make it look too perfect, you can hit the A minus button and filter a, a few of those perfect A's into A minuses. Maybe you're taking photography and your mom knows you're just not quite that great. You take that A, a plus to an A minus in one click. Now with customizable editing features like teacher signature, additional comments, and parent request for more information. And... If you sign up for Filter Plus, you can be in contact with one of our specialists 24 hours, 7 days a week to walk you through the best ways of actually passing your class. We call it tutoring. Tutoring is sold separately, not included with original purchase. Must be 18 or older to download. This segment I am particularly excited about. This is a segment we are going to be calling Candy Crush. And the reason we're calling it Candy Crush is because I very aptly have, or it's, I guess you would say it's very aptly named, because I have a crush on candy. Candy of all sorts. In fact, last night my wife was making fun of me because she said that I always have candy in the house. Always. It's in the freezer. It's in random drawers. Sometimes it's next to my night 
nightstand right next to the bed. Sometimes it's on top of the fridge or it's hidden in the cabinet. It's everywhere. I have candy everywhere. And in particular, my favorite candy is Jelly Belly Jelly Beans. Steven, tell me what is what is it about Jelly Bellies that is a what reason they're your favorite for you? I no, I think I what I love about Jelly Belly Jelly Beans is that there's they're they're gelatin the gelatin so like the kind of the Ew. chewiness the <laughs> gelatinous the nope. gelatinous not here for that substance that uh-huh. is in there so I probably like a, it's probably horse in there oh my god yeah whatever it is is in there and so it's a little bit chewy and then there's kind of the randomness of the flavor like you never quite know exactly what you're going to get unless you've picked exactly what you're going to get and then also i think their flavor selection is unmatched in the candy world do you know how many flavors of jelly bellies are in the original flavoring i'm gonna guess 54 Wow, that was actually really close. How I'm many? really impressed, actually. There's 50. 50 in the original. 50 in the original? They what? do make a Krispy Kreme edition set, which I think is just donut flavors. Oh, but actually, I, I think I'm going to, I would take a hard pass on that, I think. I think I don't so. think I would be there for donuts and my jelly beans. Yeah, 100%. All right, here's the game. All right, I'm going to name a flavor of Jelly Belly, and you tell me if that is a true flavor or a made up flavor. All right, hit me. Mixed berry smoothie. True. Yeah, wow, very impressed. S'more. True. Okay, actually, that I okay, I kind of tricked you on that one. It's actually called toasted marshmallow. There's Forget you, Mal. Go to the next one. Official Skip. Bump. Okay. Um, cotton candy. True. Cappuccino. True. Caramel corn. True. I'm not going to lie. I always thought that one was the popcorn one. I didn't Go to the next one. I don't want to hear your explanation. Okay. Um, pina colada. True. Sizzling cinnamon. True. Uh, kiwi strawberry. False. Wow. Very impressive. It's your uh, eyes. I can tell when I'm looking at it. Grapefruit. <laughs> True. Watermelon. True. Huckleberry. False. Dang it. Coconut. True. Uh, bubble gum. True. Buttered popcorn. No. True. Yep. Okay. I didn't know so that there I was aced a it. caramel I aced corn it. and a butter. Yeah, okay. Well done. So, Stephen, what is your top favorite flavors? Sorry, I was in my own theme song. Okay, yeah, the celebration uh, my, music. My favorite flavors are, well, cinnamon is my all-time favorite flavor. I love cinnamon-flavored candies in general. Like, I will just crush a box of Red Hots. But right. I love cinnamon flavored jelly bean, jelly belly jelly beans specifically. I love also they have like a berry blue flavor. I don't, I can't re- recollect the exact name of the flavor. I just know I see that light blue and I go crazy. Um, I also love their Dr. Pepper flavor and their oh. root beer flavor. Two of my favorites. You would not think that those would go well in a jelly bean, but they are excellent. The Dr. Pepper is an incredible jelly bean and I love Dr. Pepper in general. I love most of the fruit flavors for like I love the cherry. I love uh the lime, anything lime or lemon, I'm in for that game. I do love the tutti fruity flavor. That's one of my favorites oh, as well. Yes. So that would be like all of those flavors I just described, I would put in my optimal mix. Optimal mix. 
can you make your own mix of jelly bellies? Is that like a thing? Can you... uh, great, great question, Mal. This brings us kind of to the end of our segment, and we'll we'll outro here. So here's the struggle I've been having. Tell me. Since I've moved, when I was living in Memphis, there was a candy store I could go to, and they had a whole section in the middle of the store that was just jars, huge jars full of individual flavors of jelly, jelly, belly, jelly beans. So you could mix and match your own concoction of jelly belly, jelly beans, like your own bag. And when I moved to St. Louis, I have been yet, I have yet to find anything that rivals that selection of jelly beans. So I'm putting out a challenge to anyone who can help me find those jelly belly, jelly beans. I will buy you a matching bag of candy. Whatever I spend on those jelly belly, jelly beans, the first time I find it, I will buy you the equivalent amount of whatever candy you choose from that store. So you need to find the Jelly Belly Jelly Beans for me. Hit me up. Let me know on our socials. We got Instagram at GT Students with a Z. Or we're also on TikTok with the same. Whatever you want to hit us up, just hit us up. Let us know. And I will personally, if you can find me a store that rivals it, I will personally buy you the equivalent amount of candy. And let me assure you, I drop a serious amount of money on some Jelly Belly Jelly Beans. Like an insane amount of money on Jelly Belly Jelly Beans. Especially if I find that the first time. And moving forward, here's how this segment is going to work. Mallory, you correct me if I miss anything on this. We want you all to throw candy at Mallory. We want you guys to throw candy suggestions at Mallory and us. So Mallory and I, each time we do this segment, are going to review candy that you all suggest. So it can be anything. It can be a Snickers bar. Maybe Snickers bars are your favorite and you want Mallory and I to do an in-depth review of the Snickers bar. Or maybe you found an insane candy on a trip around the world and you want to get a hold of that candy and you want Mallory and I to review it. Whatever it is, it's gross, it's great, whatever it is, Mallory (laughs) and I will review it on Candy Crush. Mal, did I miss anything? No, that sounds great. We would love to hear from you, so be sure you comment on our socials what candy you think we should have a crush on. Boom. segment we like to call swaps where we take one element from a show movie something in pop culture and swap it out for something that would have made that thing better steven like for instance we would swap ben affleck for christian bale and batman oh every time let me no i'm just kidding no 100 percent. no that was an example of one where we would not swap that was like a hollywood swap gone bad also maybe would swap christian bale's batman voice debatable wait a minute you would swap ben affleck's voice for christian bale's voice in no, the no, original no, no, no. batman trilogy no no i'm talking about when when christian bale is acting as batman he does the i know who you are and i'm sure you know he does that groggly voice you would get rid of that voice i mean it's a little intense what would you swap that for something like his normal voice which is so good and smooth so you want him just to be like hey i'm batman how are you doing Pretty much. Like, hey, uh, just curious. Listen, I like uh, my Batman like I like, like my Bruce what if Wayne. Ins- what if instead he talking. was like, if he was just like, hey, where are the drugs? Can you, can you tell okay. me where they are? <laughs> well, all right. I see your point. Yeah. Can you see how that would go wrong? Except if he was like, where are the drugs? You're like, oh, okay. All right. I get it. Like, that's an important thing. Wow. Maybe this explains why I've never had much traction 
with with Christian Bale. Command- oh, I know. No. Yeah, I say commanding criminals, aka hooligans. Um, you mean like power voice? Yeah, you've never had power voice. Never. Had, no one's ever accused me of having a power voice. A teacher That's look. Fair. Once. That's a fair. Once in my history, but I don't know if I would say you have a teacher voice. I don't, but you know when you gotta whip, like bring out the power, like. Whoosh. That's fair. <laughs> okay, Stephen, what's your swap <laughs> for the week? <laughs> this is basically how this segment's gonna go, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so my swap for the week. <clears throat> I don't know how many of you out there have watched the latest show, Outer Banks. I'm probably, I'm sure that it's only like maybe two of you that have ever watched the show, Outer Banks, and currently have a crush on John B. AKA Ben Vinzi. I don't know if I'm allowed to call him out like that. But anyway, John B. rocking that hairdo. Ben Vinzi, Ben Vinzi, Ben Vinzi. Anyway, so John B. Here's my here's my swap. In the show Outer Banks, which is about a group of pogues who are the kind of the outcasts of the Outer Bank Outer Banks culture, right? The lower caste, so to speak, in the Outer Banks culture. John B is their leader and he ends up in a relationship with the leader of the kooks whose name, wait a minute, I make sure I get her name hundred percent right here. Oh no, I already lost her name. Isn't it Sarah? Right. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I had like a brain fart. So he ends up with Sarah who's like the leaders of the leader of the kooks. She's also the daughter of one of the other main characters in the show. And my swap and I understand this is going to be controversial, is I would swap John B.'s love interest, Sarah, for Key, his best friend. I think he should have ended up with Key in the end. Now, I understand that Key and Pope sort of end up in the end, but I feel like that was a tease at something that's never going to happen, if we're being honest. I think that Key and Pope were never going to end up together. They just did that to stoke the fire. I think that's a whole other thing. I also think Pope, Pope's got a whole other life ahead of him, all right? Pope, should have gotten out of there in the first place. Whatever I don't know what Pope was doing, but Pope messed up his life in that show as well. And he threw it away for John B., who in the end just ditched them all for Sarah Kook, which an appropriate name for <laughs> how she acted in that show. And then he ran away and left them all to just deal with the wreckage. So, you know, if I were... Well, first of all, again, let's go rewind. My swap is John B. Key. That was the obvious pairing that should have happened. Yeah. If that had happened, I think we would have avoided 75% of the drama in the entire show. They might have gotten the gold, gotten out of there to begin with. The whole thing could have been avoided. But instead, John B. Falls for the blonde. No offense to blondes. Talking to you, Mallory. Okay. Good. And he messes the whole thing up. I think he ruins everybody's life. Every, the whole the whole show would have been saved right there what? if he had fallen for Key instead of for Sarah. That's my that is my swap. I appreciate what you have to say. I think that's a spicy take. Very I also spicy. think that that you are missing the whole point of a drama if you take out seventy five percent of the drama, Stephen. Also, what are they going to do in season two? I'm assuming been, a I'm two. just saying there's a better story there. Oh, okay. There could have been a better story there. Right? I'll accept that. Well, I have a swap for this week. Hit me with your swap. And actually, I think this is going to be a double swap. So initially, my swap was that I wanted to swap out all these old people on TikTok making me cry 
as I watch their sentimental TikToks. Listen, when I'm watching TikTok, I just want to be laughing. I want to be learning how to turn a thrifted long sleeve button down shirt into a cute tank top. I want to be learning how to cook. And I don't want to be crying about sentimental grandfathers learning how to do renegade with their granddaughter. But then I realized, Ooh. I realized, Stephen, I realized something about myself. I think what I actually need to swap is my my understanding of what I want from social media. Hit me. Let's go. Because here's the thing. I think I would have been using it to like distract myself or like, I just want to look at something fun or entertaining or engaging. And I have been avoiding trying to feel. And I think that what I was really denying in watching these sentimental TikToks with oldies is that I'm supposed to see a snapshot of life on yes. social media, something authentic, yes. right? And yes. I, I think I've been using it to escape. That was my swap swap. Amen. Like I would say that if you're not on TikTok to watch like a dad push his little girl down the slide and watch her face plant, like you're running away <laughs> from the emotion and realities of life. You're not engaging life as it is. Right. I need to feel that face plant. Yeah. Or if you haven't watched a really fat dude, jiggle it. Jiggle that belly. Nope. <laughs> to like a Shakira song. You're missing out on the emotional realities of life. That is life. Mm. I, 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 I'm not sure how to debate jiggling, but um, I think you're on the, on the topic of uh, TikToks, Mal, I just want to highlight maybe my favorite TikTok. I want, then I want you to tell me what your favorite TikTok is Ooh. or your, your favorite trend. My oh, favorite TikTok okay. trend. And I know it's now it's old news. TikTok moves quickly. But my favorite one was the squeaking where people would like squeak across the floor or across the window. My actual favorite one was when people would like smash their face up against, it was like, I can't remember what the song was. Maybe it was jump around and then they would like, I think it's jump around. And then they would like open the car door window on their face and it would like go up and down. Oh, that was hilarious. Got me every single time. Didn't matter who it was. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite TikTok trend? I'm, I've narrowed it to two. I can't decide which one, but I, first I really liked the, uh, the switch where there's like two people in the bathroom. Oh, flip this, flip, flip the switch. switch. The lights go yeah. off. Oh my gosh. The number of men who tried to cram themselves into their girlfriend's tiny clothes. Oh, that was very funny. Very funny. Also the grandmas wearing all the, see, back to my. Also very funny. <laughs> my swap. Um, all these tender grandmas then dressing a little more, a little like hachiwawa, but, um, but yes. I also really liked, I, li I did appreciate uh, the album cover challenge where you would be like describe a situation and then the screen would like flash with like a song from an album <laughs> that best described the Love answer it. to the prompt. That was probably Love the worst it. way to describe it. Two great ones. But boom. Well, those were our swaps. If you have swaps of your own or think our swaps are total trash, be sure to comment <laughs> such feedback on our socials. Let us know how you feel and what are you swapping this week. And now, a word from our producers. Hello, it is Abby Gunn and... Jake Abishan. So we're just going to um, fact check a, check a little bit, maybe look at the Works Cited page and kind of double check to make sure that... We're yes, going to tell in, Stephen in why he's wrong. Terms, you know. So Jake, what was your biggest problem with um, Stephen's argument here? 
So first thing is uh, I noted down that he said um, John B. kind of ran away from his friends. He left them all behind. Um, if you had watched the show, you would see that when they are getting on the boat, sorry for the spoilers here, um, they could have gone with him. They chose not to. They wanted to stay behind. So that's my first point. Also, if we want to even back it up further, he did tell his friends that he was going, he could just turn himself in and be over it. And they're like, no, we're not going to let you turn yourself in when they're in the car. So they had two opportunities to one, turn their friend in and two, join him so he wouldn't be alone. But they did not choose to do that. So that kind of doesn't, what's the word? Dis. Dis that kind of disputes his point where he ruined his friend's life because of his choice to date someone. Also, one thing, um, they needed Sarah. She wasn't just like a useless plot point. They needed her for the map. Uh, otherwise, they would not have even found the gold. So, uh, though she did cause some drama a little bit, they needed her. She, she was necessary in that task. I'm going to jump in here and say she sh he should have dropped her like she was hot. She sh he should have just dropped her like she was hot. This is ridiculous. I can't even believe I have to listen to two of you talk about this like this. He should have used her for the... He sh yeah, he should have used it for the map. He should have gotten in there, gotten Are that map. Are you condoning just using people for no, your own No, I'm just needs. saying... It, oh, okay, all right. I can see where you put me in the corner. Okay, we're going to jump back in because I believe this is the message from the producers, if I'm... All right, I'll, I'll listen again. So another point that we could make is... We know that Sarah's dad has killed people in the past, and who's to say that he wouldn't have done it again if his daughter didn't kind of put herself in their shoes and kind of, I don't know necessarily that he wouldn't have, I think he probably would have killed them, but the fact that Sarah loved John B and she was friends with the Pogues, I feel like he took a softer approach with them because he killed multiple people. And he could have just I'm killed. To, I'm gonna have to interrupt here. I don't think that she loved him. I, I think that it was purely a physical thing. If we're being honest, I mean, I think well, let's be honest. All right, if we we all have a crush on John B. All right, have you seen John B? All right, have you seen? And when he flicks his hair, it's it's crushable. All right, so I think it's physical. I think that Sarah has a crush on John B. It's not a personality thing. It's I mean they hit they have a, like a one day flash romance. You're telling who hasn't had like a summer day camp romance here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a one day flash romance and he doesn't know anything about no dad. Who's a psycho killer. It's just one day flash romance. He gets his in way too deep. No, you're still he, not disputing he, my point to where th them being with Sarah actually protected them in some ways. You're just trying to discredit their love it wasn't love am i wrong it was the wrong love what is love anyways who are we to judge <laughs> we are judging that's the whole point of this 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 debate all right you still have not given me a what well, let's address specifically i want to know why you think he shouldn't have ended up with key because key was clearly the one he should have ended up from with they set that up at the beginning okay well, time out here let's like, roll it back jake what is the number one rule of being a pogue Pogues don't date. Thank you. So before the show even started, we knew that the Pogues could not be together. 
even though they kind of showed like pieces of it at the end um, with Pope, really Pope number one shouldn't have gotten to a relationship right now because he's about to go to college and that's hard. And number two, the other character, JJ, JJ needs to love himself first and kind of figure out where he is in life so that he can therefore commit to someone else. But you can't commit to someone else if you don't love yourself first. So really, there she didn't need to end up with them and she didn't need to end up with any other Pogue because that's the rule. There's, there's, right, a lot, there's a lot to get into there. There's a lot to get in there. Though. But I do think you've gotten me on the Pogues can't date Pogues thing. Pogues don't date. I'm trying to think of a way out of that. I still take... All right, to end all of this insanity and you two who think you're holier than thou coming in and smashing on my swap i still think it's a fair swap to swap let's scratch the pogues can't date pogues rule which is clearly very fluid as we see at the end of the show and also it feels like we're all dating john b and jj by the end of that show i mean it's just it's weird it's it's a weird thing it's just weird um and po- no 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 john b should not have ended up with sarah i refuse to believe that steven i think that you're refusing to believe it because you're just making up evidence in your head and not following the actual episodes unfair that's unfair (laughs) i don't know where else to go i just want to cry I feel like in this um, group, it's two to one right now when it comes to this idea. And if I do math correctly, Jake, who is winning when it's two to one? I believe us. I, I think so. I think so, too. Uh, all right, you guys win. All right, that's the end of it. <laughs> Thank you so much for having our producers on the show. And now uh, we are... We're going to have to renegotiate who our producers are. And uh, so thanks so thanks so much. Thanks for joining us for another episode of uh, For You. And this podcast has been for you, but not for Jake and Abby. All right, bye. Be sure to catch us on our socials. That's at GT Students with a Z at the end. Once again, that's at GT Students with a Z at the end. Let us know what you thought of our thoughts and tell us where we got it wrong this week. Hope to see you next episode. I'm swapping Jake and Abby. You can't do that. Those are our producers. <laughs>